Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Chicago Bears did something that no team in the NFL has done all season last night. Put me to sleep. Oh, no. That's, they mostly <laughs> all have. Fairly common. They were the first team in the NFL this season to win a game without scoring a touchdown. Oh God, what a miserable. Four field goals in a 12-10 win over the Minnesota Vikings. I've been waiting all day for Monday night, and that's what you give me. A 12, what is it, 12-10? 12-10. 12-10. I watched uh, most of the first half. I watched, Second half, I was bounce, bouncing back between the Aztecs. And you the were just watching football. to cheer against the Vikings and my survivor pick. Yeah, you? I didn't so even know until money. Adam yeah. sent that last night. I didn't even know that you picked the Vikings. Yeah. Um, I you should had, have. It's Kevin O'Connell. I, know. So. I had money uh, on a prop bet that I won. I, I never felt great about it. Um, they they took the lead in the fourth quarter on a go ahead touchdown. You had but four interceptions from Dobbs and two yeah. fumbles from Justin Fields. Yeah, it was Incredible. they didn't deserve God. to win. The the Minnesota team Vikings to win. maybe the, Tom Brady was right the Bears about at least the mediocrity. Moved the ball a little bit. I mean, the Vikings really did nothing offensively until that last drive when they took the lead in the fourth quarter. But then they couldn't get the one stop then that they needed to prevent the game winning field goal with ten seconds to go. Now Paulie had a great. Great gambling story from last oh night's God. game, though. Dude, I Did took, you hear this, Woodsy? I took uh, the over on Dobbs, 21.5 completions. That seemed like that had to be a loss. Like like going down was, in flames loss. He, he was like 0 for, 0 for 7 or something like that in the first. Like did not have a completion in the first quarter. Had four interceptions across the game. And I'm thinking, no chance. Yeah, and you don't get credit for Passes caught by the other team. Correct. They have no. to be caught be by great your own if you receiver. There was God a couple. Allen would have made me a lot of money this <laughs> There's year. There's at least a couple that he hit right in the hands, but apparently just can't catch those footballs. Um, heading into, the, I think after three quarters, he had 14 completions. I'm like, all right, we're, we're in the hunt. eight more. <laughs> he got to 21. Yep. And then they handed the ball back to Chicago. I'm watching the clock. You need a half. You need a, a one completion. One more completion, yeah. like, but they don't have the ball. Like I need them to score. I need uh, Chicago to score because otherwise Minnesota, if they get the ball back, they're just going to kneel, kneel on or it. Run so there's it. no more. They're passing. not passing. I'm like they got to score. But there has to be time left on the clock too, dude. They kick the field goal. Chicago kicks that field goal. Takes the lead. Ten seconds. There is ten left seconds. In the game. I'm like, oh god, they're going to squib kick it or something. What, they're going to keep the gonna ball happen? in play. 
They kick it into the end zone, and I'm like, don't you dare run it back. Don't touch it. He ran it back to like the 35-yard line. I'm like, no! But there's five seconds five left Five seconds still. left. It's like so, an 75-yard yard pass. I'm like, you can't throw that far. A Hail Mary is almost, that almost a certain incompletion. Like, Game me, over, Polly loses. Give me the five-yard completion, and then they run around. And Scott Van Pelt calls it pitchy-pitchy-woo-woo. Pitchy-pitchy-woo-woo. And they go with the like 10-yard completion over the middle. No rush by the... By the Bears. There's so he's got 40 seconds to sit there. He's looking around. Finally, he just dumps it off over the middle. An eight-yard and Paulie, pass. <laughs> with that little dump off, with no time left on the clock, yeah. ends up a winner on his bet. There's yeah, like 10 I, penalties, 14 laterals. They're like, on the line, though. It didn't matter. The, the completion stood. And Polly won his bet. I had the Vikings, and yeah, that was it was that's an embarrassing, embarrassing game to watch on Monday night. But you know the the ratings are probably through the roof because there's nothing else to watch, and the NFL is king. But again, you watch games like that and go, I don't get it. I don't get why the NFL is so great because that was dog ass last night. Need a contestant for Take on Woods? Going to play here in about four or five minutes. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Last couple of days to qualify for this month's getaway. Resorts World Las Vegas, one of the uh, newest properties there on the Las Vegas Strip. Two nights stay, 833-288-0973 for our musical trivia game uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. So if the season ended today, the Minnesota Vikings would still be in the playoffs. They are a wild card team in the highly mediocre NFC. I mean, it's really, really meh especially in the NFC this year, because 6-6 six and six would get them in at this point, even though they don't have a quarterback. What happened to Josh Dobbs anyway? I know he won your bet, but the guy comes in, doesn't, have, doesn't know the playbook. At all. Doesn't have a chance to take one practice snap, doesn't know the name of most of his teammates, has Kevin O'Connell like, describing the plays in his helmet radio before the... And he leads Minnesota to an incredible win. They're scoring like 29, 30 points a game. Now, after a few weeks... You know, smart guy. Terrible man. The pastronaut they call him. You know, understands the offense, gets the playbook, has time to prepare. Looks horrible. Just looks horrible last night. I mean, the the interceptions, oh, the, the panic against what a mediocre Bears team. It was it was really a putrid performance on Monday Night Football. Yeah, it was terrible. Terrible game all around. Just as boring as it can, as can be. Boring so we are be. now officially two thirds of the way through the NFL season. That okay. was the end of Week Twelve. There are 18 total weeks for 17 games with the bye. So we are two-thirds of the way through the NFL season. Uh, we're getting close to that point where, you know, start looking at playoff scenarios here in a couple of weeks, clinching scenarios, uh, first draft pick scenarios. The Carolina Panthers have a big advantage, but they don't have their pick. It goes oh, to the Chicago Bears right. because they traded it away. So they, the, Did they trade up for Bryce Young? Yeah. Oh my and God. so the Bears have their own pick, which right now would be four. And they have the Carolina Panthers pick, which would be number be one. one. Oh man! But they also have Justin Fields, and he's he's not he's not good enough necessarily to trust a franchise with, but he's not bad enough to just totally like, hey, we're we're done with him, and it's the Caleb Williams era already. So you know, there's a few quarterbacks uh, that are are pretty good uh, coming out. Caleb being one of them. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rip Caleb Williams. I think he's. He did everything he could for that team with zero defense. He makes some ungodly throws. He makes plays with his feet. He'll be fine. Can he? The only thing with him is the like 
I'm not talking to the media bit, but, you know, they tr- they coach you up on that stuff. It's different in the NFL. You can't get away with that in the NFL. Lincoln and Riley's made it clear that that's part of their culture. That's how Lincoln – That's that comes from Lincoln Riley. Yeah. The protecting thing, you know, yeah. like I'm, we're going to protect them and Caleb doesn't have to do what he doesn't want to do. But that doesn't play well as a rookie in the NFL. It just doesn't. Not in the locker room, certainly. So, uh, But is he better than Justin Fields today? Yes. The answer is unequivocally yes. But if you're the Bears and you know you already have the number four pick, and as you said, there are a number you of could, quarterbacks. You could get... Do you consider trading the number one pick to a team that is desperate for a quarterback or, that's or, willing to, you know, a Herschel Walker type, we'll give you our whole draft <laughs> for the one pick so we can take Caleb Williams? You, you can do that, or you could pick at one and four and get a lineman and a quarterback or a wide receiver and a quarterback, you could do a lot with those picks. But like you said, flipping that one, moving down, getting extra picks, yeah, man, the Bears are in a in the as the the catbird seat, as they call it, Ben. Yeah, I mean, for a four and eight, what? very but this this poor se- football team. This yeah. season's over. Yeah, it's over. You're in rebuild mode already. You're already but, like you know you've already got a really good so pick. much Bears talk here. The, remember, they acquired you know Montez Sweat. They made the mm-hmm. deals. At the deadline to acquire players, make it seem like next year they really do want to win, hundred percent, and are going for it with whatever they draft next year. So you know they they still think that the future is immediate and fairly bright yeah. in Chicago. All right, let's uh, we got some contestants on the line. Why don't we just get to a little take on Woods today? It's time for take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. All right, as Woods exits, or is that his doppelganger? I can't tell. We've got Mickey <laughs> on the line this morning. Hello, Mickey. Good morning. Good morning. All right, you are our contestant today for five questions of musical trivia. You go first. Woods goes second. If you beat or tie him, you will qualify and be in our grand prize drawing for that two-night stay at Resorts World. We're also throwing in tickets to Luke Bryan, who is wrapping up his headlining engagements at Resorts World Theater. December 29th through January 6th, tickets on sale now at rwlasvegas.com to give you an advantage. Let you pick our category. Here are your choices today, Mickey. One step at a time, still sitting there. That's five musical answers with the word step. 365 days, those are artists and song titles, including the word year. And our new category, no, really. Five song titles that include the word really in them. So, Mickey, of those three, really, really, really. One step at a time, 365 days, or no, really, what would you like to play? Let's do one step at a time. One step at a time. Okay. Uh, It's always good to get your steps in. Today, we are looking for five musical answers. That would be bands and song titles that all include the word step somewhere in there. You'll have 60 seconds to get as many of the five as possible. If you don't know an answer, say pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left at the end of the clock. Question number one, which Polly is queuing up now, is our two-second song. Play a short clip. You need to give me both the title of the song and the artist to score that point there, and we'll go on. Mickey, are you ready to play? I am ready. Polly, are you ready? I'm ready. Polly's ready. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. The category one step at a time. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Mickey. Let's take on Woods. And the title? Oh my god, I'll pass. 
Which Leonard Skinner classic and regular Ben and Woods bumper music is about a place called The Jug and a girl named Linda Lou? Two steps back. Incorrect. England's Joe Jackson was inspired by the nightlife of New York City when he came up with its 1982 song title that was his highest charting single. It makes sense that each member of New Kids on the Block takes a turn singing which 1990 hit that is their all-time top seller. Step by step. Correct. 1994 was a very good year for reggae artist and lyrical gangster Inikamose due to which mega hit with a four-word title? It comes to one step up. Incorrect. Go back to our two-second song. We need the title. My mind is completely blank. <laughs> That's okay. It happens sometimes. Oh, no. You were so close on some of them. Oh. It, you got Steppenwolf. That's Magic Carpet Ride, though. It's Gimme Three Steps, not One or Two Steps by Leonard Skinner. Stepping Out by Joe Jackson. Step by Step, You Got. That was, I think, your only actual one point there. Yeah. And then uh, Here Comes the Hot Stepper is in a Camose and uh, the 1994 he, he reggae like, here hit. Here Comes the One Stepper. Step yeah, it was so close. I felt bad for Mickey. Don't know it's going to be enough. You can hang on the line to see if uh, Woods completely brain melts down here, but we'll see. Hello. All right, Mickey's uh, line is uh, score is in. Woods doesn't get the category. So it's a, in the dark. So it's a mystery category. It's a mystery again. category oh, okay. for you again, as it is every <laughs> single day. Wasn't a mystery for Mickey. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Same five questions. Time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Mickey. Magic Carpet Ride, Steppenwolf. Correct. Which Leonard Skinner classic and regular Ben and Woods bumper music is about a place called The Jug and a girl named Linda Lou? Give me three steps. Correct. England's Joe Jackson was inspired by the nightlife of Stepping New... Stepping out. Correct. It makes sense that each member of New Kids on the Block takes a turn singing which 1990 hit that is their all-time top seller. Uh, something step. Uh, step. Step on these nuts. No. 1994 was a very good year for reggae artist and lyrical gangster Inikamose due to which mega hit with a four-word title. Crap. I don't know. Time it's is gonna drive me running nuts, out. You do. Like, no, I don't know it. Yeah, I will tell you, you did win three to one Whew. on the category step. One step at a time. Step by step is the new kids on the block. Here comes the hot stepper. Is oh, here Nick comes Moza. the hot stepper. I remember. He's that the lyrical song. gangster. I loved that song. <laughs> Damn it! Will you play some stepping out though? Because that song, Joe Jackson. Oh my god, it just that's a great rules. one as well. I know you get give me three steps. Ruled. I mean, we yeah, play it. I love that song. At least once or twice a week love here on the show. Love that song. Love Skinner. And uh, Mickey got Steppenwolf. He could not think of the title of the song. Yeah. Just, just brain block. Sometimes happens under the pressure of Take On Woods. It I happens. get it. Mickey, you're ha- happy to anytime have you on to play. So. You know, we've talked a lot uh, off air about doing our bracket of worst songs of all time. You know, we do bracket. We like to do brackets when we get bored and stuff. Right. Worst songs of all time. That Steppenwolf song would be on my Magic Carpet Ride. It makes me insane. Like I, I hate it with the fire of a thousand. Really? Yes, 
I like just, it's a pretty solid song. Well, good. I mean, this is why you're going to be great because yeah. you're going to be able to seed all of these. We'll start. <laughs> we'll start crowdsourcing. He's when not going to be able to seed them. He's going to think they're all great. When would you guys like to do this? Because I really want to do worst songs of all time. Like putting on the Ritz think, will be in there. So you think here comes the hot stepper is better than oh, Magic Carpet by, Ride by, by Steppenwolf by a, <laughs> miles away? I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to be a commonly held opinion in the music I world. I mean, could be. We'll see. But the, we're going to leave. But it we to all the, like stepping out by Joe Jackson. Love that song, man. We'll put it to the. Uh, We'll put it to the the tier ones. They're going to get to vote uh, for the worst song of all time. I have to do this bit because it's really unresolved. It's an unresolved melody in my head. We need to get it down on paper. We got to do it. Like, I mean, I'm ready to do it in like the next ten days because this is the time of year to do it and let the tier ones vote. We got don't do this coming up next. I have the uh, injury ailment you don't want to get for a Swedish skier. Fantastic story. I'm more excited to hear you read it than I am to hear the story. And I've got just some really bad parenting. Mm. Don't do this. Coming up next with Ben Woods after a check of traffic here this hour of Ben Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? Oh, I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot, you moron. Dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan.
Our longest-running segment here on Ben and Woods. We've considered a couple of times taking it out. We freshened it up by adding Do Do This maybe a year or two ago, but it still survives to this day. Don't do this. I'll get us started today. I saw this, and it instantly screamed to me, don't do this. And then I thought, but I'm going to have to read it on the air, and that's not going to be my favorite part of this story. So I'm just going to read. This was from, um, I think CNN had this report. So blame them if you don't like the content. Swedish cross-country skier Kalle Halferson experienced an unusual but not unheard of consequence of competing in icy temperatures in Finland over the weekend. After taking part in the 20-kilometer World Cup event in Ruka, Halferson said that he had to take shelter in the warmth after sustaining a frozen penis. According, what? you heard me. According to Reuters, what, no, frozen. You heard me. Frozen. Yes. According to Reuters, temperatures dropped to a chilly 5 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 15 degrees Celsius at the start of the race. Quote, I have frozen my penis for real, Halferson told Swedish outlet Expressen. Damn, I had to lie in there for 10 minutes to warm it up. It hurt so damn much. It's terrible. I can imagine. Halferson has suffered the same injury before, Expressen said, but thankfully the 34-year-old was able to see the funny side this time around, adding, quote, it's lucky that I'm about to have my second child because it's going to be difficult in the future if I'm going to continue like this. So he was skiing in some very cold temperatures. Yes. Do you, wow. I didn't. I never thought about maybe using extra protection there, right? As opposed to like, ooh, I've... I mean, you know that part's generally bundled up multiple layers, yeah. especially so you got, in skiing. You, you got legging, like yeah. long johns. Yeah. Underwear, then long johns. Underwear, long johns. Then it feels like pants. It may be the most... It may be the most covered part of your body. I mean, the... The underwear will do it. The, the male anatomy is supposed... The reason for... From the Seinfeld episode, the shrinkage. I yeah. mean, it's it's to protect against the cold. You know, it gets you tight, closer to your warm body, as opposed to out there Loose. and freezable. Yeah, you know, yeah, out there and, and freezable. A dangling participle. Yeah, freezing out in the wind. <laughs> yeah, in the cold. I mean, it's like you get frostbite in you know the extremities, the Extrem- fingers, it the toes. It is an extremity, and a, though, and an extremity. It is an extremity. Mm-hmm. How do you? You just got to thaw it out. I guess so. You just they like a, lay there. Like, just the, I know it's embarrassing, but the, the athlete's tent has a you know little space heater or something, and you just kind of this doesn't happen to you guys too. Mine there. must be just bigger than every the average <laughs> ones. Man, that's a bummer. You never done this? Oh, it really sucks. Oh my god, that poor guy. Yeah. I mean, I I would think after the first time it happened, I just take up a different sport. Well, I think I just retire from skiing, yeah, altogether. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think about all the times I've gone skiing. Was my wiener any colder than the rest of my body? I really can't. You're think. cold, obviously. Now that I know, now that I know that. I mean, though. five is cold, but it's not. Five. I mean, is it's not cold. twenty below or anything. It's five is cold. It's cold. And he's skiing, so you're going you're down the wind, with the wind, and, you know, wind chill. You ever ski and you have you take your goggles off 
and like your hat and you have the wind burn. Yeah. Wind burn sucks. That's a pretty good transition into my very next Is story okay. here. This kind of actually it actually made me sad. It did. Um, Russell Okung, you guys might remember him, played in the uh, NFL. Probably most, he was a Charger, wasn't he? Charger. Yeah. Was. Seahawk. One of the, yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the more famous guys, he was the, the dude that took half of his salary in Bitcoin. He was kind of the pioneer for that. Pioneer for that. I don't know what it's worth now, but I think it was a $13 million deal. He took six and a half in cash and six and a half in Bitcoin. Don't know what that Bitcoin's worth now, but uh, it was kind of out there when they talked about it. So he tweeted this yesterday. It really actually made me sad. He said, proud based parent moment. A four-year-old stopped me and asked why other people use sunscreen. I looked at him seriously and responded, corporations push propaganda machines to make the masses believe the sun is bad for them. We have a different view. Now, let's go. Far be it for me to tell anybody how to raise uh, their child. Really, honestly, it's very hard. It's difficult. There's a lot of challenges that, that, you, that pop up every day. You don't always do a great job. The sun being bad for you in high doses is not, that's not a conspiracy. Like, so I got a really, I, you know, I, tweet, I tweeted in, in my, the way that I do, it was kind of a smart-ass uh, tweet. I said, big, sun, big sunscreen strikes again. And I got an interesting tweet back from a guy named Sean. He said, of all the things we're warned, kill us. Among my lifelong friends from Ocean Rescue and SEAL boat teams, skin cancer is second only to gravity in killing them. Gravity's first, skin cancer second. Um, if anybody knows anybody that has passed away from skin, it's a real thing. It's not a, this isn't a virus or you something that you don't believe in. Yeah, you need to wear sunscreen. And, and your four-year-old especially needs to wear sunscreen as well. Now, is the sun do, does it do good things for you as well? Absolutely, D, it does. You know, does help with some health. No one's saying don't go in the sun. To sun. Yes, we're like, like going down some political rabbit hole that's here. Exactly. Well, Aaron Rodgers liked it. He liked the tweet. So, I mean, I know if it's I just, play five hours of golf on like a hot bright summer day with no clouds and I don't put on sunscreen my skin will fry and then it hurts a lot guess you what know. buddy you're still uh, susceptible to the rays even when it is cloudy sometimes yeah, even more true so too. True too. because yeah. you don't think oh I don't need sunscreen no you still do I mean I'm trying to remember being a kid it, it obviously wasn't as uh, it wasn't there wasn't as much of it going I don't remember my dad be like get your sunscreen on you know but I don't. Do you? Do, was sunscreen a big player in your house? Not as much when I was little. Yeah. Once I started playing baseball, and then you're out there and you have oh we have two games. It's 103. You started going. I feel like I need something at this point. And I think back then it was I just don't want to get sunburned. Right. You didn't really think about cancer and things like that. But man, to 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 not put sunscreen on your four year old if you're kicking it in the sun all day, I think that's that's not great. It's not great. It's not, I don't, it's not a conspiracy. You're careful about telling somebody how to parent, but I would say that that's irresponsible. I feel like it's pretty irresponsible as well. I do. Load them up, man. It's not going to hurt them. It's going to help them. Finally, a little doo-doo this. D-D mega doo-doo. Well, a report from Jeff Passan this morning about what's going on in Oakland where a consortium of dozens of fans, uh, you know, A's fans, led by a pair of high school friends, have banded together to start a new team. An independent Pioneer League team that is going to start playing this summer in the East Bay. They're going to wear the same green and gold as the Oakland A's. They've hired 
Some real baseball people, including former Seattle Mariners manager Don Wakamatsu as their executive vice president of baseball operations, okay. kind of like a competitor now to the Oakland A's. Their name? They're going to be the Oakland Ballers. The Oakland Bees are going to play independent <laughs> ball. And I, I, I think it. now I don't know where they're going to play yet. Um, the A's are going to still be playing in the Coliseum for at least another year, sometimes until they move to Vegas. I'm not sure where this new team is going to be playing. I'm going to be fascinated, though. Can the Bees outdraw the A's this summer in attendance? That's actually a really good question. And my gut, te- my gut tells me no, but they're so mad right now. Who, who is the guy that's like, ah, oh, I can't wait for Oakland A's opening day at the Coliseum. I cannot wait. Do they? Does that person exist still? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. There's more than a handful of A's fans who are like, you know, I'm going to savor this last. I'm going to go to as many games as possible, right. knowing they're not going to be there. It's just such a bad look. It's you're scab. You're like a scab, right? If you go to those uh, games, it feels like yeah, it, yes. it definitely does. So I, I mean, I think it's a great idea. These fans have come up with a new team. Obviously, they won't be playing nearly as high of a level of baseball, but. Clever name, the Ballers, the Bees. Don Wakamatsu uh, in the fold. I like that. Got cool. uh, a logo that's kind of a little riff on the A's one. Not bad. That's uh, Don't and Do Do This for Tuesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, come back. Um, the Aztecs played last night, little college hoops against a Division II opponent. Wasn't exactly their best game of the season. I will also take a victory lap for a prediction I made at the end of the show Yesterday, oh, nobody likes a victory. Who's like the best runner of all time? Usain Bolt doesn't yes. like a victory lap I as much he... as Ben does. I didn't even know about this. He's just springing it on. Victory lap. Like, what did we talk? Victory about? lap Tuesday. We did the topic wheel at the end of the yeah. show. Yeah, I don't. It's remember. a very. It's a. It'll be a mild victory uh, lap. I think I know what it is. <laughs> oh boy. Coming up next, we've been on. Don't you don't want to miss this? <laughs> See, Coming up next, next, do not get out of your car. Yeah, <laughs> number one sports station, ninety-seven three, the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, we have Padre Senior Vice President of Community and Military Affairs, Tom Seidler, brother of Peter Seidler, joining us at 8 o'clock this morning. He stopped in for a few minutes last night on my Monday Night Football postgame show on Channel 10. 
absolutely slayed me with his last line, Woods. He said, as Peter used to say, that we'll have a parade when the baseball gods smile upon San Diego. And he said, and now Peter's a little closer to the baseball gods. Oh, sweet, man. I can't wait to talk to Tom. I was like, oh, that was that Jeez. was heart wrenching moment mm. last night and tough man. It you know this time of year is tough for a lot of people without losing a beloved family member uh, like Peter Seidler. So uh, I'm like looking. The holidays will never be the same, right? But yeah, when it's so close to the holidays. You'll always think about oh, it. Of course, God. my 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 wife, her dad, a few days after Christmas. Christmas is great, but as soon as Christmas ends, it's like oh boy, you know you you start thinking about it. So it's really really tough. Um, it's really tough. And I, I mean, I, I legitimately, we've known Tom since back at the old station. One of my favorite human beings. And, and you know, it was one of those things, and I'm not going to ask him this, but it was one of those things when Peter passed away. I'm like, be pretty badass if Tom was running the show because I know how much Tom cares about uh, the, the fans and I know how much he cares about everybody. Um, it's just seemingly in their blood. Uh, that's just how they roll. It's he great. did. He did tell me a little bit more about Eric Kutsenda, who is now the interim control person for the Padres, and, and described him as like almost a lifelong family friend of the Sidlers, a longtime business partner of P- Peter, someone they were very close with, and you know shares the the vision that they have. That so, makes me feel good. Yeah, felt you know felt like the Padres are or at least for now they're they're in good hands at the moment. But we'll talk with Tom. I have a longer conversation with him coming up here at 8 o'clock. Also at 9 o'clock, Kevin Charity from Mad Friars is going to check in. Everybody's come out with their top prospect lists this week, including Mad Friars uh, for the Padres system, uh, movement up and down from last season, who had uh, big seasons in the minor leagues, You know the up-and-comers, the guys who might break through to the big leagues here soon. We're going to get an update from Kevin Charity of Mad Friars at 9 o'clock. Also in the second half of the program, Got our biggest fan contest winner. Name coming up at 9.15. Chance to qualify for the night in the Odyssey Suite next year at the Padres game. Brought to you by the San Diego Seals. Tickets on sale now at sealslax.com. And Rolling Stones tickets. You do need to know our Daily Diddy song of the day for your chance to win tickets to their concert next July at SoFi Stadium. Check traffic when we come back. My little tiny, just tiny victory lap. I can't wait. I know. You're very excited about this next moment coming up on 97.3 The Fan. It's a big one. So as we were um, wrapping up the show yesterday and and spinning the topic wheel, I threw out that, you know, it's Monday and right around 10 a.m. they come out with a new AP Top 25 basketball poll. And Aztecs fans are waiting to see the Aztecs jump back in there. They won their fifth straight last night. But I was cautious about the chances of the Aztecs to get back in the Top 25. Not necessarily because the narrative is that, oh, they're disrespecting San Diego State again. Where's the love for SDSU? And honestly, I don't I don't really think that's true. You know, players were asked about it last night. They said it doesn't really matter. You know, we know we're going to get the best effort from every team. We went to the national championship game last year. It doesn't matter if there's a number next to our name. It'll all sort itself out by the end of the season. It's kind of math, though. You know they're going to be behind BYU. Simply because they lost to BYU. Makes sense. BYU was number 19 in the poll. They're undefeated. They haven't lost. They're number 19. So it's hard They're to, probably pissed they're only 19. Yeah, it's, it's hard to rank San Diego State higher than that. And I also said, I mean, if a Mountain West team is going to get in, Colorado State 6-0 and and with a win over number 8 Creighton last week, probably going to be ahead of SDSU as well. They were number 20. So... There was a little room there to slide in San Diego State. Didn't quite make it. They were the second in others receiving votes, so essentially number 27 
in the country when the new poll came out yesterday. But yeah, Colorado State is definitely a team that you know should feel like they've got a shot to compete with the Aztecs this year in the Mountain West. And they are 20th in the country now. San Diego State still trying to get back in. They'll get another chance on Friday when they visit Lion Tree Arena for the first time. Take on UCSD uh, this week where they're playing local opponents. Last night it was PLNU came to a visit at Viejas Arena. Division 2, which means oh, they should win by 50. I'll get PLNU is one of the better Division 2 teams in the country. They had some threes early. They were actually ahead 6-2. to two. And then SDSU went on a 14 nothing run. But they never really pulled away. It was like 12 at half or so, 12 or 13. And then they got back down to like 8 or 9. And, and eventually San Diego State won by 20. But it wasn't, it wasn't a complete route. The Aztecs didn't play a, a terrific game last night. Did they play this game like they play every other game, same starter? I didn't watch yeah, it. I, yeah, I was, they, well, I, I mean, out. I think, you know, at the at the end, you got a little more bench time in, and I think the, the bench scored more than they had in previous games, got a few more minutes. But I think Jaden Ledee played 29 minutes, scored 15 points, 13 rebounds, another double-double. Reese Waters had, had 14 points. I mean, they were essentially in there for most of the game. You can't lose it. I mean, you got to make sure you win. That's yeah. the... That's the most important thing. Not going to get on here and complain about a 20 point Yeah, you know, the officiating was, I mean, I thought Brian Dutcher was about to get a technical foul. He was going in at the official. The PLNU was just flopping all over the place. I mean, it's hard not to look like you're fouling when you're Jaden Ledee and you're this like 6'8", just absolutely tank, 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 stacked guy. And you're going against these kind of scrawny (laughs) 6'3", Point Loma Nazarene kids, and you just... You just like bump them a little bit with your shoulder, and they go flying across the court <laughs> like like a rag doll has been rag tossed. <laughs> the referees go, "That's a foul!" And Eugene Ladino is going, All right. I, I, didn't, "I didn't, I barely, I barely touched the guy. I didn't do anything. He just went flying across the court." So. I think at one point the Aztecs had like 10 fouls and Point Loma had two fouls. It is wild, though, you know, based on the run uh, that they put together last year, which was just – it's still like it's it's sunk in, but it's still like you look back and go – I mean, we have this – we have the, the copy of the UT hanging up with the buzzer beater up there. It's just incredible to think about what they did last year, Ben. And, you know, they're off – it's not like they're off to a bad start, but you're still seeing some of the naysayers. And, again, the, the lack of respect, I guess, in the polls, um, you know, one loss, it's – it's not going to kill them. It's to a good team. What, in your in your opinion, somebody that watches every minute of every game, what's missing? Or is there anything missing? Are they just trying to figure it out this early part of the season? I think um, I think the biggest concern right now is rebounding. And while they did fine against a Division II school, against these bigger teams, they've really had trouble, especially on the defensive glass. So other teams' offensive rebounds have been an issue. Now, I, I sometimes think it's overblown. When I watch a San Diego State game, and, and Paul, you tell me if you agree, the Aztecs play such good defense. That's that's a given. That's known with San Diego State. That they force a lot of bad shots, like long threes with a hand in the face. You know what happens when other teams take really bad shots? Well, they tend to be like big-time bricks. And those bricks long then go rebounds. flying with these long yeah. rebounds. And I see so many times... All right, San Diego State forces a bad shot. They got three guys running to the basket, boxing out, 
and the rebound just goes flying way over everybody's head out to the three-point line, <laughs> and the other team just grabs it and go, there's another offensive rebound. Well, what can you do about that? I mean, you're in position, you force a bad shot, and it's such a bad shot that your rebounders who are in great position can't pull it yeah. down. It's almost a, a catch-22 sometimes for San Diego State, but they need they need to do a better job. On the glass and and just making sure that you know those numbers are a little more even. They can't be out rebounded by twenty like they were against Cal and expect to win those games all the time. Just keep uh, forcing bad shots. Is it good? I mean, that's that is good, always a good thing. A good, you keep playing the defense uh, that you can and keep forcing bad shots. Rebounds be damned. Yeah. They will start to roll your way. I was I was surprised because you knew that not having Nathan Mensa and his shot blocking, yeah. you know, that last line of defense. Like hey. You get by one of our guards, doesn't matter. We've got one of the best defenders in the country. He's going to swat it away. You thought that would be a big issue. I saw a stat yesterday. So last year, the Aztecs averaged, I think it was 3.9 blocks per game. Now, without Nathan Mensa, they're averaging 3.8 blocks per game. So they're still getting that decent rim protection underneath, even without Mensa this year. So the defense you know, remains pretty solid. So just to reiterate, they're asking in the chat, what was your victory lap for again that you said, said Colorado I, State? I said that the Aztecs probably still wouldn't be in the top 25. Colorado State would be. And I was right. It feels like... I didn't want it to that's be right, the thing. I, I was, was going right. to say, like, taking a victory lap on something bad. I didn't want to be right. I was right. <laughs> uh, you know, that's all you, I can take out of it. You wanted to be right. He did. You're not that mad. He was right. excited when it came out. Because we were in the room doing our promo. <laughs> he was excited a little bit. I, I was told mad, you too. I, I told you. I <laughs> Do I think that San Diego State is a is one of the twenty five best college basketball teams in the country? Absolutely. Yeah. I think they are one of the twenty five best college basketball teams in the country. Do the polls always reflect who are the top twenty five teams in the country, even at any given moment? No. Of course they don't. It doesn't work that way in basketball. It doesn't work that way well, in football. And, and it's like the the players said, they don't care. They don't care what the number is next to their their It's their it's own. scheduling too. Yeah. The the Essex have played much harder schedule, but when you're a you're, when you're a voter, you can do all the due diligence in the world. You're still going to look at the record, and six and zero is always going to look better than five and one. Yep. And you can't look at every single team and go, oh, well, I don't know if this they played the eighty second hardest schedule and this team played the forty third hardest schedule. How do you make those differentiations sometimes? So really, it's not it's not that big of a deal where you are, where you aren't in the polls. I always like it because it means your score is on the ticker usually when you're in the poll. So if I'm watching another game, I'll see San Diego State pass by on the ticker. I don't know why that makes me feel better well, as a fan. Well, it's like going to ESPN and looking at scores, and you top have to 25. top yeah. 25. Yeah. It's very Default. simple. I'm like, so I bet I, you have I, to go to a sub hole score to look at your team score if they're not in the top 25. All the way down to yes. M. I got a tip the other day on. Somebody told me, bet Florida International in college football. And they're getting a lot of points. And I go, all right. So FIU. I, FIU. So I bet it. And it was the, it was like a 12 and a half. Now they got their ass kicked and I lost. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. G-E-G-E-0-0-0-4-6-6. FIU. So, but the thing is, so later on, it was like, I think it was like the day after Thanksgiving maybe. I go to ESPN. I want to check the score because, you know, it's not on because it's Florida International. And I'm like, who? What? We're obviously not in the top twenty-five. I had to Google what conference. What conference, <laughs> all right, what conference is FIU in? Does anybody know? They are in the uh, Sun Belt. They're not. They're okay. in Conference USA. Right. So I had to go Google it, then go to ESPN, then scroll down to the conference USA. I was like, 
Oh, they're getting smoked. All right, great. Fantastic. Thanks for the tip, bud. So lost that bet. Yeah. See, nowadays we complain about drop-down menus. <laughs> yes. You you know, at Little House on the Prairie, you had to actually forage they, for your food every day. Yeah, I don't think they had bookies. and They might have. They played the numbers maybe back then. I don't know whatever that is. But, um, yeah, I, I don't. It was it was kind of a beating though. I didn't. I had no idea what conference they played at, and clearly you I didn't don't either. even. I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of realignment as I feel well. Like you got so. hustled. I got hustled. I, I mean, I got a bet tip. on FIU. You got a hot tip on FIU. I did. I did. Does anyone ever watched FIU play? <laughs> I, I, Who out so there they has showed, a hot tip on FIU? Are we sure they, that this is a real school and not some so? Scam? They showed a highlight. <laughs> they showed a highlight of the game. There were three people there, and I mean. <laughs> So, yeah, let's see. Conference USA. Yeah, this was... Uh, Who did they play? I'll tell you right now. Uh, crap, where is it? Drop-down menu. Drop-down uh, menu. Week 11? No, that's not it. <laughs> you guys talk about... Oh, here we go. I'll find it. I like this radio this right now. Really oh, they played Western Kentucky. 41-28 they lost, and they were getting, they were getting like 12. <laughs> so just missed it, but... <laughs> To take it in the shorts on the SIU So let me bet. ask you this. Shoot. Mm. I understand sports gambling from the, hey, I'm going to watch this game. I'll make it a little more interesting yeah, by putting some money juice on it, it up while, a little bit. while I watch it. It gives me a rooting interest. Right. Put a few bucks on it. Otherwise, doesn't matter. Betting on a game of two teams that you have no intention of ever watching. Or couldn't care less or about. Or know anything about. Simply on a tip that someone gave you. I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand why you would do that. It's called trying to make money. If you get a tip and you, you, you know, like I have a guy that has a guy. And so he's like, hey, I got, a, I got an interesting play I mean, play did you today. look at the track record of this no. guy? Just, I trusted my. With 17 straight hot tips in a row. I trusted my buddy who knows college football. And he said, "I got a, I got a tip. I'll share it with you." And so I didn't, did. He charge you for this tip? No, because no, I didn't. I didn't uh, there's whole shows that are devoted no. to that. Call us now for my super fifty nine ninety nine for my seventeen star pick Car- of the yeah. month, Joe yeah. Wiz. Joe Wiz, old Ben and Woods favorite. I wonder how that guy's doing now. <laughs> Talked about him when you were gone. Last you year. did <laughs> while I was gone. We did. Yeah. Is he still around? We were. I, I I think so. I don't know. We were going through. What was it like? Old guest you never would have expected that Ben and Woods would have had Something on a like show. That. Yeah, I was like back in the day. Well, that, that wasn't was an option. That was that was forced yes. upon us. They made money, and they said you guys have to have Joe Wiz on, and none of the other shows will do it. I would love to hear stories of people who have paid for gambling advice and how horrifically bad it has gone. Because I the, see so many of these websites that are like, "Oh, my locks of the week," yeah, yeah. and they're like. 40% accurate? I mean, like, yeah. It's yeah. not great. I mean, first of all, okay, so I bet I paid $100 for this guy's picks, and then I bet another 500 on his picks yeah. and lost all that as well. Well, you could have lost the picks without anybody's advice at all. Yeah, you could have just gone with your gut or yeah, just I, had some fun that's with what, it. I, I couldn't stand losing twice, both losing by paying for someone's picks and then having those picks lose as well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay for this. It was just a, we. my buddy and I will go over some of the games that we're in on we like. And then he goes, oh, my buddy told me he likes this one, this number. I go, all right. I've never heard of him, but I'll do it. And and put, I don't know, put like a hundred bucks on I don't on typically it. bet on games that I have no interest in following, watching. Me neither. 
You know who does picks absolutely free every week? I have no idea if they're any good. Mike Valenti does picks. Oh, does he? Yeah, on the kickoff with Boomer and Mike show every Friday night at 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan. You don't have to pay for it, at least. It's always on the free Odyssey app presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. Jeter in the chat says, I'm going to start sending Woody be- Woodsy betting tips. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I missed by one. He was off by one point, so it's not like it was terrible. That's true. But that's how betting usually works. Yeah. All right, don't go anywhere. Tom Seidler from the Padres going to join us to talk about Peter's legacy coming up next here on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.